Sometimes your cat can be a mystery, like when they get so attached to certain cardboard boxes. <laughs> but when you use Fresh Step Cat Litter, there's no question that you're making your cat happy thanks to amazing odor control. Fresh Step Clumping Cat Litters prevent stinky crumbles and make scooping easy by locking in liquid and odor immediately. That means you can keep your house clean and your bond strong. There's no mystery here. Find Fresh Step Cat Litter at a store near you. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates. When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in. With a debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance, while kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast. The Knicks have been linked to a number of stars this offseason. But if you'll notice, they're only targeting specific players. And according to one NBA insider, there's a reason for that. The Knicks are only going after players that they believe will make the Knicks a championship contender. And if you don't fall into that category, the Knicks are not going to go after you. And according to this insider, the Knicks had the opportunity to get current Phoenix Suns all-star Bradley Beal, but they didn't engage with the Wizards at the time to get him. We're going to break down that report and let you know exactly why the Knicks potentially didn't go after Beal. All of this and so much more today. So be sure you're subscribed to the channel and have notifications turned on so you never miss a second of any of the new content. And now... Let's get started. The New York Knicks had an opportunity to land Bradley Beal this offseason, according to ESPN's Brian Windhorst, but they didn't engage with the Wizards to go after him. Now, this for me is not really a shock or a surprise, because if you've been following the Knicks and following this story, they're really only going after players that they feel can make them championship contenders. And honestly, do they really need another guard? Even though Bradley Beal is a bucket getter, he's one of the best offensive players in the game today, and when healthy, he can be a nightmare for defenses. I understand that, but the Knicks already have Emmanuel Quickly. They already signed Dante DiVincenzo. To an extent, they have Josh Hart, and obviously, they have their main point guard in Jalen Brunson. Do you really need Bradley Beal coming here in that backcourt? Do you really think he would make a difference for the Knicks? Would you really want him taking that time away from Quentin Grimes? Those are really all the questions I think as Nick fans and as Nick management, we have to ask ourselves when having to go after a Bradley Beal or wanting to make that type of deal and trade. And according to Brian Windhorst, the reason the Knicks didn't engage or go after Bradley Beal is because they didn't feel that Bradley Beal is that type of player, a Joel Embiid type of player that would help them get over the hump and become a legit contender in the East. Shout out to ESPN Brian Windhorse for reporting the following. When Windhorse was speaking about the Knicks and potential stars they could target, he actually mentioned that the Knicks could have acquired current Sun star Bradley Beal this offseason, but didn't engage. Wendy said the exact following. You know, just recently, Bradley Beal gave an interview to our Mark Spears, where he talked about how the Knicks were on his list of teams he would have waived his no-trade clause for, but the Knicks didn't engage. Because I don't think the Knicks see Bradley Beal as that type of player. That type of player is Joel Embiid. So that's a great report. And shout out to Brian Windhorst for giving us that little nugget. And that little gem 
on ESPN because for me, I didn't really know that. I didn't really know that Bradley Beal had the Knicks on his short list of teams that he would have waived his no trade clause for in order to get on that team and make that team a little bit better. I didn't know that was the case and definitely didn't know that the trade package would have been something very, very insignificant because Bradley Beal basically controlled his destiny and where he wanted to go. Those details were not coming out at the time. So at the time, the Knicks were thinking they probably would have had to give up some first round picks that were unprotected, some key players, and maybe that would have been the case. So I think that's why they didn't engage. So I understand why. But if they didn't even try to engage, even try to pick up the phone and understand what a player like Bradley Beal could add to this Knicks team and at least what you'd have to give up to get him, I don't understand that. Because for me, I don't care who the star is. I don't care if you could use them or not. If they're a star in this league, you pick up the phone and you see what you can get that star for. Because maybe you could steal that star. And heads up, guys. If you want another star player in this league, you're going to need to have other pieces to barter with. And having a player like Bradley Beal on your team might have been something to put the Knicks over the edge in trade negotiations. Now, I know that no trade clause, he would have still moved with it to the team that he was traded to, and it would have still been hard to trade him again to a different team. But still, Bradley Beal may have helped with that if he appreciated and liked the trade offer that the Knicks had on the table if they were looking to move him. At the very least, the Knicks have to pick up the phone, call and verify what a star like Bradley Beal would cost in order for a trade to happen with the Knicks and the Wizards at the time. That should have at least, at the very least happened. You do that for any star, regardless. I'm just shocked at the fact that the Knicks didn't even engage to try to get Bradley Beal, even though the Knicks were on his list as a team, he would have waived that no trade clause for and joined. I think that's a huge thing. I'm glad Wendy has provided this information to us because it does tell us exactly what Windhorse says, that the Knicks are only going to target certain players that they feel are going to help the Knicks become a championship contender. That's the first part, but also that are in here for the long term, the long run, that play a position of need that will help take the Knicks to the next level. That's the type of player the Knicks are looking after. And the only player on that list in my mind right now, and especially I think in Leon Rose's mind, is only one man, Joel Embiid. And that's it. And once Joel Embiid is off the table, once he doubles down and commits to Philadelphia and maybe says, I want to end my career there, then the Knicks are going to go after those other tier stars that they have on their list. The Cats, the Donovans, the OG Ananobis of the world. Those are the type of stars you're going to see. But number one on their list until the situation in Philadelphia resolved itself is Joel Embiid. So it's no shock or surprise to me that the Knicks did not even trade for or go after Bradley Beal. That's not a shock. And if anything, going after another guard, like I said before, doesn't really make sense. But the fact that you don't even call to see what it would take to get him, that to me does not make any sense at all. Just because, like I said, sometimes to get other stars in this league, you're going to need certain stars on your team to make that trade and help facilitate it. And Bradley Beal potentially could have been that player for the Knicks. Now we'll never know because the trade never happened. Because the Knicks, again, didn't even pick up the phone to engage 
on a trade to get Bradley Beal. I don't understand it, but that's the situation as it is right now. Tom Thibodeau actually praised Isaiah Hartenstein. And honestly, that's no surprise. If you've been watching Isaiah over the last few games, he's been looking like one of the best bigs off the bench in the entire league, especially for the Knicks. You have Mitchell Robinson dominating defensively early. Then you have Isaiah Hartenstein coming in, playing outstanding basketball, playing phenomenally with that second unit. But not only that, such a great underrated passer. He can rebound well. He takes it to opposing defense as well. He's strong. He can finish. He has post moves. I just love to see it. I love to see that lineup. And you know what? I think Tom Thibodeau does too because there were certain times and certain periods in games where I saw basically the starting lineup Instead of Mitch, though, we saw Isaiah Hartenstein because he likes the way Isaiah complements that unit and also the way he complements the reserve unit. He can play with either of those units and be good because he knows his role so well. He has been such a phenomenal piece for the Knicks. Last season, he got off to a slow start, didn't really know his role, and really wasn't as effective as he wanted him to be. He called himself out. He said he's going to do better. And since that moment, he's been better. And that's proceeded to continue into this season. So shout out to Isaiah Hartenstein for being able to do something like that. And I'm not the only one who's noticed. Tom Thibodeau also noticed and gave him some praise as well too. According to Tom Thibodeau, on speaking about Isaiah Hartenstein's growth, he stated that he played in all 82 games last year, which is rare in today's NBA. He's a great worker. Him and Mitch together, it's a great tandem. They complement each other extremely well. You know, I don't like to agree with Thibodeau often, but I got to say that's true. Because like I said, monster defensively in Mitchell Robinson, that's destroying defenses on the board during the starting unit during that first quarter, right? At least the opening minutes. And then you got Isaiah Hartenstein coming off of the bench, giving you similar rebounds, not exactly the same, but similar rebounds, not that same type of dominant scare you presence in the paint that Mitchell Robinson gives you, but gives you way more post moves, way more gifted on offense, and just does all the little things that you need from a big these days. And he just does that so effortlessly, especially the passing. And I think Tom Thibodeau has noticed that. And that's why he's seeing more time, more action, and more court time with the starters. Tom Thibodeau often doesn't praise his players. But for him to give praise to Isaiah Hartenstein, and obviously to Mitchell Robinson, what that tandem can do, what they can do together, I think it means a lot. And it shows how much growth Isaiah Hartenstein has had with this organization and the role that he's found. He's not only become a fan favorite, he's become a coaching favorite. And I think that's hard to do, especially when you first started and it wasn't that way. It wasn't the case, but it proves to you with hard work, dedication, and passion for what you do, even people or fan bases that are hard on their players, we are willing to change, especially if we see you putting in the work and change. And I think Isaiah Hartenstein is the best story of all of that. Obviously last year, didn't do what he needed to do. Worked his butt off, worked his tail off, worked so hard to make sure he could be more impactful for this Knicks team. And now, almost a year later, one of the best bigs off the bench for the Knicks, probably in the league, 
And one of the best reactions you'll hear is when Hartenstein is checking into a game when they're playing at home and the fans showing him love and respect and the fact that he's playing and giving him that admiration because he's worked really hard to earn it and get it. And he's become a quality player for this Knicks team. But let me know, guys, what do you think about these comments? What do you think about Tom Thibodeau praising Isaiah Hartenstein? And what about the Bradley Beal situation? What are your comments on that? Do you think the Knicks should have engaged, at least picked up the phone, and see what it would have taken to get Bradley Beal on this Knicks team? Let me know in the comments, guys, because honestly, I would love to hear from you. That's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go ahead and smash that like button. Leave a comment below. And of course, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace. Hey, parents. Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com podcast. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.